That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to our bonus episode. Hello, Patreon patrons. As promised last week, or as explained last week on our Patreon, Arthi is going away for a little while. So I had this idea of bringing person to the podcast who I did watch a lot of reality TV with in my early life. Early life. It's my brother, Raheel. Do I say hi at this point? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and what I'm, we're gonna- I'm very nervous. I don't want to, you know, destroy the franchise while Arthi's away. I don't want franchise. I don't even know what you mean. Oh, you're so nervous, but- we're we're gonna be doing over the next few weeks is I'm gonna make you watch a lot of iconic Housewives episodes. Some you've seen, mm-hmm. some you haven't. Yes. Um, and we're just gonna break it down. We're gonna deep dive into these really crazy episodes. And today we're gonna talk about the iconic christening episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey. It was a season three premiere. It was called In the Name of the Father, which is like <laughs> so crazy. But before we get into that, Rahil, what's your history with housewives in general and also New Jersey? So, um, so as you said, mm-hmm. uh, we watched them together. I remember watching the, I think it was New York was the first one that we watched together all the way through. Mm-hmm. New York is like the second franchise right? or like the second. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Because I don't think we watched the OC, or maybe you watched the OC, but yeah. I, didn't, I, I know I definitely didn't watch it. Yeah. Um, and then I, I remember the when the trailer for New Jersey came out, and we were so excited. So excited. Because I, I believe it included the prostitution whore. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I remember watching that and just being like, I can't wait to, to, to see, you know, what leads to that. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we watched... Uh, we watched, I think, all of season one and season two of New Jersey together. Yeah. I was looking up the dates for this one because I did, like, I remembered this event happening. Uh-huh. But I don't, like, I don't remember watching it. And I think it's because it was around the time that you were getting married. It yeah. just came out in 2011. So yeah. So we're probably busy. Or maybe we did watch it. No, we that. definitely watched it. We had a very, and we watched the second episode together. And I saved a sound clip from it. We'll get to oh. it. Yes. Yeah. I have a I have a voice note saved on my iPhone from the year 2011. Okay, it's from the year 2000. It's, I think it's my first ever voice note. It's from June 12, 2011, and it's labeled soft voice. And I think you know exactly what that is. I'll play it at the end. Soft voice. Soft voice. Okay, so this particular episode, I'm surprised you don't remember it because I feel like I can picture myself sitting in our living room in our old house. Yeah. And me watching it with you and being like my mind blown, but it could have just been my mind was blown. I just assumed you were there. Yeah, I think so. Maybe it's because there's a lot of brother sister stuff that. Oh happens. my god! So much brother sister stuff. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, uh, so much. Uh, I so yeah. uh, while you were watching that, right? When you were watching it this time, were you imagining your relationship with my future wife? No, I was imagining my relationship with our current sister in law. <laughs> Because uh, this is, we're going to get into it. This is very fresh. So yeah, yes. this came out 2011. I was getting engaged. I was engaged, about to get married. And our brother had just gotten married the year before. So we had a very real life comparison to this because 
like Teresa, I don't have any sisters. And in the words of Melissa, I don't know what it's like to be a sister. Okay. <laughs> and like my sister-in-law, she comes from a family of sisters. So it was very, I remember watching this and I even remember our brother in passing being like, oh yeah, the, you know, Melissa Gorga and her sisters remind me of my wife and her sisters. And I was like, what does that mean? Does that, <laughs> does that mean that he thinks I'm Teresa? Um, you know, which could have been a private experience, but yeah, it was, I felt so many feelings and I have so many instances in my notes where I'm like, is this what you think of me? <laughs> so we opened the season, this is a season premiere and the season before it was season one and two were very Danielle heavy seasons. Mm-hmm. Now you remember Danielle Staub. Of course I do. Of course you do. I try to see if she was available online as like a, you know, like an escort type of deal. But what? Recently? Oh my God. <laughs> And she said prostitution whore. I figured it was like a, it was like an actual thing. Yeah. No, that was just Teresa's bad English. But, you know, the season before was important because at the reunion, Danielle had brought up this thing that just blew Teresa's gasket. It was, did you acknowledge your nephew? And yeah. Teresa just went incredible Hulk at Danielle. She pushed Andy Cohen off yeah. her and like lunged him across the room. It was a lot. Yeah. And we didn't know what the significance was until, of course, we met the Gorgas. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode opened on the Judices at the Manor, which is in West Orange. Yes, right in, right I know in that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's Teresa's at her little brother, Joe Gorga's son's christening. We meet Melissa and Joe. Now, do you know, Raheel, that they're still on the show? Oh, are they? Yeah. Melissa and Joe are still on the show. Even when the show didn't have any Judices, Melissa and Joe were still on the show. So they really clung on to that Bravo teat and like are not letting go. (laughs) Teresa goes to say hi to her brother and sister-in-law and Joe is very dismissive. And Melissa says, why are you saying it now? Why are you saying congratulations now? And suddenly Joe is like, get away from here. Go. Walk away. Walk away. And Gia's in there. Little Gia. She's trying to push her mom away. Do what you do, Teresa. Do what you do. <laughs> and as she's walking away, Joe Goga says, you garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a trigger for Teresa. 2022 words. That's yes. a trigger. She's triggered. She turns into Incredible Hulk. And then suddenly, out of nowhere, Juicy Joe gets activated. And then there's yeah. a whole scuffle. And then it says, one week earlier. You know, by the way, that's one of my favorite storytelling devices. Of course. Media, I believe it's called In Media's Rest. I'm sure I'm, I'm mispronouncing that or whatever. But when, you know, when you come like right in the middle of the action and then flashback. Yeah. We open on the now closed Giuseppe's Pizza and Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> who it was a pizza restaurant that joe judice opened up um mm-hmm. the previous season he went from construction to bankruptcy and then to a pizzeria i love uh teresa's um uh financial advisor role there <laughs> he's like the bankruptcy was not so good <laughs> <laughs> So good. He's like slicing deli meat in the back. <laughs> and Teresa's like, okay, my pizza boy, go make some pizzas. Uh, <laughs> and we also find out that Teresa's the one that's bankrolling the whole family because yeah. she's got her cookbook. It's in the New York Times bestsellers, as she says. <laughs> 
And, and it's not just a pizzeria at the moment. It's also a book signing for yeah. Teresa's <laughs> book. And, you know, Jacqueline and Caroline are there. And Teresa says, you know, Jacqueline and Caroline are like my family. 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 So this part, right, mm-hmm. is I was thinking, so is Teresa within the within this world, right? Or mm-hmm. Do you view her as a hero or is she a villain? Oh, or is she like an anti-hero? Oh, great question. Oh, you know, I remember watching this in the past and being like, oh, Teresa is a crazy person. I'm watching it this time around and I'm thinking of herself, of her as she's kind of a victim in all of this. Yes. Because her husband is a crazy person. He's a lunatic. He sent her to jail. Yes. She's like, you know, it's like because she's obviously has issues, right? Like Mm -hmm. all of her issues are very on the surface. Like she, uh, like she's, you know, when, even when she's like manipulating people, she's not like sophisticated enough to like do it in a smart way. Like it's so transparent, right? But then I was looking at like all the women that were like at the book signing, right? Yeah. And it's like she is sort of like a hero to these women, which is weird because it's not like, you know, upper middle class, you know, housewives. Yeah. Are like an underrepresented, like an, an underrepresented, like minority group or something. Yeah. But she is a hero to these people. And again, she is working. Like she's the one that's like paying for all of this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like have a great appreciation for her now watching it back because there's also recently there was a show called Ultimate Girls Trip. Uh, which I'm sure you don't watch, but it was basically all of these like OG housewives and like classic housewives. And they all went on a vacation together. So like New York, Atlanta, Beverly Hills, it was amazing. Mm -hmm. And we saw this like other side of Teresa. And now watching this back from season three, I'm like, oh, that's the Teresa that we met on vacation because it's very evident that like, even in season one and two, the the most amazing thing about Teresa having a, a Hulk Teresa moment where she flips a table or she shoves Andy Cohen is otherwise she's like a kind of a sweet person. Yeah. She's like a sweet, like kind of frazzled mom who's just like trying to do everything and like really like a family girl. And that like that was really evident in this rewatch of this episode. That and the fact that, like you said, um, the Gorgas are still on the Bravo team. Oh, yeah. It all generates from Teresa, right? Like, she is the big personality. Yes. And then you get to explore all of these other satellites. Yes. Yeah. She is the sun. Yes. Is that right? (laughs) Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You're going to get an eight-year-old in the room and have him explain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Okay, a lot of the episode is obviously about the Judices and Gorgas, but we do also have the OGs of this show, which are the Manzos. What are your feelings yeah. about the Manzos? You know, I liked um, when they came on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked uh, seeing Carolyn again. Mm-hmm. Caroline. Um, Caroline, sorry. Yeah. And I was also thinking, so Dina isn't in this season. Mm-hmm. Dina, was Dina in season two? No. So she left after season one. Yeah. And do you know what I happened think- to Dina recently? No. Oh, really? Isn't her her ex-husband crazy or something? We're trying to get her. Okay. So Dina, a couple years ago, somebody came, broke into her home, beat the shit out of her and her her boyfriend, beat the shit out of them. Like what? She she needed to have reconstructive surgery done to her face. She has a whole new face. She looks amazing. They just found out that it was uh, Albert Manzo's brother who used to be married to Dina 
he put a hit out. And, and get this, Caroline Manso wrote like a, what is it, like a character witness letter yeah. in favor of Dina's no. husband. Yes! That's so sad. I know! It's crazy! <laughs> I think, when I think back, one of the biggest draws for me for season one was mm-hmm. Dina. I love Dina. Yeah, she's amazing. I mean, it's like physically she looked amazing, right? Yeah. And then also, you know, just like that slight condescension in her voice. So good. I oh. know. Oh, you miss her. Uh, insult me. Dominate me. <laughs> okay. All right. I hope she's doing well. Yeah, she's doing well. I mean, her new boyfriend also, I think he's now her husband. Seems like a real, I mean, none of these people are married to good men. So, yeah. um, but what do you think about the Manzos in general? I feel like, uh, was that oldest one? Albie? Mm-hmm. Albie seems like he's trying to escape the shadow of being a Manzo. Like oh. he's like a proper... Like, you know, like a cleaner manzo or oh, whatever. I don't, I don't know if cleaner is the right way. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's he he feels more, like, uh, whitewashed. Oh, interesting. Yes. While the others really kind of own their manzo-ness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was wondering if I would be annoyed by that Christopher guy. Is this, That's his name, yeah. right? The younger yeah. one? Yeah. But And I thought that I would be. But by the end of the episode, I was like, you know what? I'm fine. He's, he's funny. He's yeah. pretty funny. I'm okay with him. Yeah. How did you not watch him and go, oh, that's me? <laughs> so that's probably what people think when they when they meet me yeah i feel like i feel like people have told us before that the manzos remind them of us oh really yeah it may have not been people it may have been one person it may have been our mother no no it was <laughs> i think our sister-in-law but yeah i um i, I enjoyed seeing them like the dinner scene later on well i don't maybe i shouldn't get to no, it. no you can but... get to it because we're barely going to touch on that it was whatever well, well but that's the thing right like while that was going on i was like i really don't want to be watching this right now take me back to the manor yeah let me see what's going on at the manor yeah yeah i want to know what's happening at the manor yeah. do you think that i will cry like caroline when my boys move out of my house that's exactly what i was thinking of you think so i think you will all right it was a bit too much though right yeah. Also, like, how did they surprise? That wasn't a surprise, obviously. I don't know. Because they presented it like it was a surprise. Where you're just walking into this empty apartment. No, you guys have discussed this. I don't know how you guys deal with when you're watching like these <laughs> Real Housewife shows. Yeah. Like, how do you deal with the bullshit? Yeah, there's a lot of moments that like take us out of it. It happens yeah. a lot when I watch New Jersey because I know the distance of like where places are. Yeah. And they're like, oh, like, I just ran into so-and-so. I'm like, you didn't just run into them. <laughs> like, one time there was an episode where there's two new people currently on the on the show, Dolores and Jennifer. Jennifer lives in Bergen County. I think Dolores lives in Passaic County. They were real. They were taking a walk around Lake Hopatcon. <laughs> okay? In Morris County. Like the western end of Morris County. That's and easily forty-five minutes. Easily, you did not, you did not drive all the way there to just like take a stroll. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of stuff really takes me out. Also, Lake Hapatkong is one of like the like the lesser attractive. It's a dump. It's disgusting. It's so gross, and you have to like drive really up a hill to like get there. Like, it's like not a comfortable place to be. Exactly. There's really no convenient parking or anything. No, it's just. Really residential anyway yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff yeah that does take me out but you know you just kind of it's like uh it's like accepting that there's portals in marvel movies oh those are real no <laughs> no no like accepting that a portal can just show up and like yeah. change the course of things it's kind of like that where you just have to be like i know this is a stage scene but i'm just gonna allow this to happen and so 
do you feel when you're watching those stage scenes, right? Mm-hmm. You can sit, you can think like the setting is staged. Do you think, do you feel the conversations are staged? I like feel, the context. yes. I think that sometimes the conversations are, they start faked fake because I think producers are like, okay, you're going to meet up with so-and-so and this is what you guys are going to talk about. So I do think that that is fake, but the actual words that come out of these crazy people's mouths, like, I think that is all very real. And that's what yeah. I try to focus on is that part of it. Yeah. Um, we hear why Teresa, from Teresa, why she and her brother are not doing well. She tells her friend Jacqueline that things were fine until Joe got married. <laughs> Teresa is my age in this season. Really? Your yeah. age currently? My age currently. It makes sense. How old are her kids? Her kids now are 21. No, in the season. Oh, in the season? Yeah. Uh, I think they're nine, six, four, and baby. That makes sense. So then, like, like what's his name? Joe Judice? Yeah, Juicy. He's Fahad's age? Juicy. He's mm-hmm. my age? I think Juicy might be your age in this. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, do you think that there's any truth to relationships changing between brothers and sisters if the other person has a significant other? Uh, yeah, I'm sure it happens. Did what you, do you fe- feel? I'm did not you, married. So. I mean, did you feel like when I got married that your relationship with me was going to change because my husband is famously a bankrupt pizzeria owner? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I w- obviously you, you're. I think you're concerned about that stuff, but. Luckily, yeah. you were your husband and I get along famously. Yeah. So it really didn't change. Yeah. I don't did. think. It did. But yeah, I can definitely see that. It's one of you know, it's one of my concerns if I ever get married or whatever. It's just making sure. Yeah. How to get along with the family. In your previous relationship, I did think that I was gonna eventually side with her once that ended. But you, you know what? Uh, you may have you may have said that openly and encouraged it. Encouraged I did. <laughs> I did. And you know what? Look at me. Look at us. Yeah. I don't even know. You broke my happy home. (laughs) You're my sister. (laughs) My sister. (laughs) So stupid. We get a closer look into Melissa and Joe Gorga's life. Uh, Melissa is a happy homemaker and Joe is just a horribly horny misogynist. (laughs) It's so gross. Is this when I mentioned that I met Joe Gorga? Yes. Oh, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. So what is your interaction with Joey Gorga? So I probably met him before season four started. Oh wow! I didn't. I, I say meet, but I just I saw him <laughs> at this. Uh, there was a gym in Fairfield, which was right next to my office, that yeah. had opened up, and I was, um, I was trying to run away from my responsibilities, and okay. I told people I had a meeting, okay. but I just wanted to go to the gym at ten forty-five in the morning. Okay, feels. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I walked in. It's completely empty. There were a couple of house like. Not desperate housewives, you know, not real housewives, but they're just, you know, some housewives working out. And I see this guy in the middle of the gym mm-hmm. doing flies, okay. which are like these, this exercise. Anyways, so the this first thing I know medium. I know, I'm sorry. I don't even know why I did that. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> why, don't you, uh, why don't people reach out to me um, personally if you want to know what I'm talking so first thing I noticed, so he's wearing like a like a uh, like a tank top, like a ripped tank top. Yeah, a white beater like, they call them. Back he in the looked day. like Wolverine. What? Jacked. What? Jacked. 
So I think this is the season after this, this, you know, uh, season three, so season four, right? So I think he got fitter in the middle because he saw himself. Oh. Just completely jacked. So that's the first thing I noticed. Did he have hair or not? He was wearing a beanie. Oh, mm, that would have been a tell. Because I was looking for that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the first thing I noticed. The second thing I noticed. Okay. The most gorgeous, beautiful eyes (laughs) I've ever seen. (laughs) Just like, they were so kind. What? Like, the eyes are so kind, right? So I was, like, walking across the gym, and, like, I walked in front of him, and we made eye contact for a second, right? And he looked at me, and in in my heart, I just went, Oh, Joe. <laughs> hey, Joe. Yeah. Those are I was like, so then I was talking to one of the trainers there and mm-hmm. he told me that Teresa was there like a week earlier uh-huh. and they were like taping there. Oh. And he said, it's just very annoying because I think Joe was involved in the gym somehow, oh, okay. but then it closed down after Hurricane Irene. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That was so, it. If he had made moves on you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, all right, let's go. No question. Yeah. No question. Wow, it's kind eyes. I would never kind think eyes. that eyes are kind. Oh. Because well, I think of him as like such a creep. Like he's so yeah. sexed up that I'm like, ugh. But maybe it's that's maybe. how he looks at you because he doesn't want to sex you up. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe like, he they're like they were like sad way. and like soulful. Sad and soulful. <laughs> I'm telling you, they were beautiful. Oh my god. I'm still god. thinking about this. This is eleven years ago. <laughs> Wow. Oh, Joe. Oh, Joe. We also meet Kathy, Joe and Teresa's cousin. Yes? No, no, that was, I I forgot that Joe and Teresa were brother and sister for a second. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, Joe tells Kathy what's going on. He says that Teresa has a new family. So the, the the underlying issue here is the show, right? Like, I think that's one thing that we never focused in on when I used to watch it like 10 years ago, but now Mm -hmm. because of the podcast and just like how Housewives have changed uh, or watching it has changed. I focus more on like the, the show being a factor. So Joe is upset because he says Teresa has new family and he keeps saying my blood has done me wrong. (laughs) And like, that's, you know, that's what he's trying to talk about is that the new family is the show even later on, they're mad about how Teresa was at church late, but that at Adriana's christening the year before, she barely talked to them and all that stuff. So Adriana's christening the year before was filmed. So I wouldn't be surprised if the when the crew was there, Joe and Melissa didn't get the you know attention from the camera crew and all yeah. that stuff. So all of this is just coming from that. But of course, the other underlying thing that we hear later on is the tension between the Joes and the dad. Yeah. Which is soul shaking. (laughs) So sad. Now, if you were a man, Mm -hmm. is that a type of relationship that you would want to go into with your father-in-law? Like I was thinking about that. I was like, would I want to marry like a wealthy business? Well, I don't know how wealthy he is, but a businessman's daughter. Yeah. And then take the business from under him. So I don't think that Joe Judice is trying to take the business from under Nono. Okay. I okay. think Nono is just really impressed by Joe Judice. It's like yeah. a you know, Joe Joe Gorga is significantly younger than Joe Judice. I think Joe Gorga, when this show is being made, is thirty two or thirty three. Okay. And his sister's been married to this guy for ten years. Yeah. 
And so I wouldn't be surprised if he, when he's in his early 20s, his sister's getting married to this guy who has all this money and is like buying a house and, and buying, you know, his sister is buying furniture in cash for $130,000. Like that kind of stuff. His yeah. father is impressed by it because it's like yeah. the immigrant thing, right? Of like, oh, we struggled so hard and we came here. Because like Joe and Teresa are first generation Americans. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if some of that happened where the father was like, oh, look at Joe. Like, look at your brother-in-law. He's so he's doing this. He's doing that. And that really, you know, Joe Judice, Joe Gorga, like you said, those kind eyes. There's a lot of pain there. <laughs> So much pain. Especially so at much the end. pain. Yeah. Uh, so like while he's out drinking and partying and being a regular guy in his early 20s, it's possible that his father is like telling him, you know, you should be more like your brother-in-law. And yeah. What about him and all this stuff? And I think that that kind of created a rift in that relationship. So I think that's what it is. I don't know if Joe Judice necessarily tried to have a relationship with the father-in-law or mm-hmm. if it was that Joe Gorga just didn't like that the father-in-law was impressed by Joe Judice. So, yeah, I mean, you know, watching it now with uh, even though I don't watch Real Housewives anymore, I don't watch any of this stuff, but you hear about Joe Judice in the news. Right? Yes. So, like, I have, a, you know, somewhat of a context about what's been going on with him over yes. the last. Yes. So when I'm watching it now, I'm like, wait, is he the is he a scammer? Has he been a scammer this entire time? Yes. So he yeah, he has been, right? He's yeah. a swindler. He's like a yeah. he's he's impressed his father in law with money at that yeah. time. And it's crazy, again, thinking to where they were a couple of years after that is that Teresa had to go to jail. And then yeah. the reason why Teresa eventually ended up getting a divorce, because, you know, she's divorced now. Yeah. The reason why she said is that Joe was the reason I went to jail and I barely got to spend any time with my mother because she comes out of jail and her mother passes away. Oh, my God. Yeah. So she's like very angry about the fact that she got no time with her parents because of her husband. husband. And again, this goes back to like, I think Teresa is, she's an asshole. Like she's mm-hmm. not, she's got a lot of issues, but I think that she was just trying to like do the right thing that you do when you're like married in this type of a family dynamic. It's very yeah. moving. What do you think about the Wakilis, Richie and Kathy? You know what? I really like Richie. Oh, interesting. Lebanese like Jeff Richie? Goldblum? Yeah, exactly. You want to know something? Yeah. Insurrectionist. No, Richie. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, he's not an insurrectionist, but they did go all the way to Washington, D.C. to see President Trump inaugurated. Oh, to see him inaugurated? That's different. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm going to kick you off the podcast. <laughs> no, and then later on, they were very openly, very anti Black Lives Matter, very, um, wow. very problematic oh, no. people. Oh, no. I know, I know. I know. Well, in the season, in season three, I enjoyed oh, seeing that. Loved, I loved Richie when he was on TV. I don't know if his name is actually Richie. I think it's just Rich. So, but he's Christian, right? He's Arab, yeah, but he's Christian. Yeah, they're Lebanese yeah. Christians. But he really owns that Italian thing, like that faux Italian thing. Oh my God, yeah. You know, it's like, it's like now there's like a lot of talk about Asians and like, uh, immigrants having like a black scent, right? Yeah. I feel like there's this thing that happens in like North Jersey. And I know this because like I grew up with so many of my Arab friends. Yep. They really lean into like being Italian. And you're yep. like, but you're you're like Egyptian. Like you don't Dude, need to do that. <laughs> we went don't you remember like when we used to go to like the Buddhist mosque in like the late nineties, yeah. early two thousands? Yeah. Everyone had like that they all had like that 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 haircut where it looked like your your hair was on fire. My husband had that hair. Oh. <laughs> like yeah. like ten years ago. <laughs> it's not even. It's what drew you in. It's 
it's yeah exactly um uh, the the thing about kathy that i enjoyed yes was remember when she's talking about being a chef yes or being a cook yes she says that thing where she goes like, <laughs> when you put something in your mouth and then she's quiet for two seconds and i know 100 percent she was trying not to say when you put something in your mouth it turns into poop That is what was going through her head. No, no, no. She looks so lost. Like her <laughs> eyes start to wander. I really like watching that because you could you could like imagine the little hamster wheel in her head working <laughs> over I like that she rides her bike to the grocery store. First time she's ridden a bike, by the way. <laughs> bike before. The struggle she has of like, okay, well, I did these groceries and now I need to ride them back. She's at Corrado's, I think, in like Fairfield or like yeah. Clifton. So I'm like, what road was she riding her she bike on? <laughs> it's like not safe. The highway. And then she's at the grocery store and she tells the clerk. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. She tells the clerk, I can't even say it. She says, so many women are afraid of vegetables. <laughs> and they cut to the clerk, and he just has a deadpan look on his face. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, lady? You know, so many women are afraid of vegetables. <laughs> Is she supposed to be a chef of, of some sort, or is she just a housewife? So I think that was her storyline this season and then the following, the next season. I don't remember if Kathy was in the next season, but this was her storyline that, you know, she was uh, going to write a cookbook. Because that was a big thing. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, Teresa was getting famous off of cookbooks, and then yeah. this cousin of hers, this leech, gets on the same show that she's on and then tries to start her own cookbook, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, not great. So that's a that's the storyline in the next season? I feel like it was in this season. It's like they yeah, really tried to push like Kathy's cooking. Because while I was watching it, I saw her as a leech. Because you're yeah. talking trash about Teresa. Yeah. And I was like, you're only here because of what Teresa did the last two seasons, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. But I also thought I probably be a Kathy in our family. You would I be would a Kathy? Be. Oh, yeah. I would look leech. at you, you're on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like also that like Bravo doesn't take Kathy seriously, uh, which is really great. You'll notice this as you watch other episodes is that anytime they want to just tell you that this person is a clown, pay attention to like the music in the back. It just turns Mm -hmm. into like clown music. It's like boom, 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 boom. So (laughs) she's like riding her dumb bike on 46 to the grocery store. It's like all of that. Exactly. And that's the way that they edit around them also. Yes. Like that, like those two seconds when she's trying to not say (laughs) <laughs> i think she ended up she, she goes when you put the food in your mouth beat 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 it should be good that's where she ended <laughs> and it should be good could have been it turns into poop <laughs> yes that's what she wanted to say I, I think I think we just figured out my uh, Real Housewives tagline. Oh yeah, what is your Real Housewives tagline? When you put the food in your mouth, <laughs> in your mouth it turns to poop. <laughs> uh, all right. 
Well, the big day comes. It's the christening day. Everybody's getting ready. The Gorgas house, all glam. Okay, people are drinking. Everybody's looking sexy. They've got hair people, makeup people. And the Judice house, it's chaos. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Teresa is running around like a crazy person. She's trying to get her kids ready. She's like try, waiting for the hair person. Apparently, the hair person's caught up because Melissa, that bitch, stole the hair person. And she's just trying to do the thing. And I'm not going to lie. Okay, my husband is a great guy. But there's a lot of times when I have to go to events and I am Teresa and I'm running around like crazy and I'm getting the kids ready and myself ready and my husband's downstairs. But what he's not doing is taking out a wheelbarrow. Just walking around in shorts and a t-shirt <laughs> talking about his diarrhea. I love that Teresa's like, she says, you know, I talked to Joe. He says his stomach hurts. He says he has the runs, if you know what I mean. I was like, you don't have to know what I mean. Who doesn't know what that means? <laughs> what else could it mean, Teresa? And then she talks about herself. Also, she's like, you know, when I get the runs, it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's diarrhea. We're all people. <laughs> you should have heard Kathy earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to know where the poop starts from? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then like, but that also is like an insight into Teresa, right? And her relationship with Joe, where she's like, even in her confessional, it almost feels like she's like so embarrassed that her husband has the runs that she's like, instead, I'm going to talk about how I get the runs too. Like, you don't need to do that. Yeah. When the I feel car- sad for her. It is sad. And then she ends up leaving without Joe. Gia has to go to a gymnastics event and it's just her and the two girls and they're driving away. And Teresa says, daddy's tummy was hurting. And I think Melania goes, did he have fish? <laughs> uh, so good. So Teresa doesn't come to the church on time because of all the chaos in her house. She arrives late and Melissa's very upset and Joe is very upset that, you know, Juicy didn't even show up and that Teresa was late and Gia went to a gymnastics event. Yeah. If your child was getting christened and my child didn't come, would you be upset? If it was, uh, if what Teresa said was true about if you miss an event, then you get kicked off the team. Yeah. Then I would not be upset. Yeah. But you, I think, you know what? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> even if, even if, yeah. Even if, yeah. It's one less half a pizza slice that I got to cut up. Also, like kids are chaotic at events. So like yeah, if exactly. you didn't bring your kid to my kid's event, I would be like, it's fine. Honestly, yeah. like less screaming. At the church. It's not a big deal. Not an issue at all. No. So the christening at reception is happening. Everybody finally arrives, including Juicy. But Joe Gorga, Joey is upset that Juicy won't take a shot with him. Because Joey's trying to just like make amends. Now, when you were watching, Raheel, Mm -hmm. did Joe Gorga remind you of a personal friend of ours in the way that he was not getting all this? Does his name rhyme with? I'm going to have to put a beep on that. But yes. Yeah. 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 I was watching this and I was like, oh, my God, that's actually our friend. Like that is how so many feelings. And also another person with very sad, kind eyes. Yes. And also like the physical. Yeah, totally. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's who I was thinking of the entire time. Yeah. And also, you know, Joe Gorga, famous for later on, they get into a big fight and then there's like a spray in his hair because his hair is Yes. It's all very too real. Too close. It's all it's it's too all close. just too close. Too close. Yeah. Too close. It's all just very tense. 
uh, Joey Gorga is ignoring Teresa. There's tension between Juicy and Joey. Suddenly, there's like this whole thing that Joey goes in about how much he loves Gia. He loves Gia. He's her godfather. And it's really sweet. And they have You know, when that moment, moment played, yeah. I, I thought to myself, am I a godparent to either one of your kids? No. What? <laughs> no. The godparent is the child is the parent that you you leave your children with if something happens to you. So if I is it because I'm not married and no. I don't have a spouse? No, I and I have don't... a crippling sex addiction. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just don't think that that's something you're interested in. What? You don't want to watch my kids. I don't want to watch your kids. Yes, yes. But you... I'd be around. I'd be around. Of course, you're still going to be their uncle. You're just not going to be their godparent. And is, by the way. That... Our other brother wouldn't be their godparent either. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you have designated godparents? Have you, like, was there a ceremony? I know there wasn't a ceremony, but have you told somebody that uh, they are the godparents to your to your children? I've told our single female cousin that she is oh, the, she's going to get my estate. I keep saying that you're going to get my children, but you'll also get my estate. So it's not like I'm just leaving my kids with you. <laughs> I'm also leaving like my house. There there will be resources. Yeah, you'll get resources. You'll get my money. It's fine. So yes. it's a shame I wouldn't give that to you. I know. I'm just thinking but about I it. She's not married. It. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she is more responsible than she I is. Though. She is. So it's interesting that Joe is talking about how much he loves Gia because this will be of interest to you. The season just started. The premiere was last week. The fight, the big fight that's currently happening is that Joe Gorga and Gia are going head to head because now Gia's a 21-year-old adult. And so godfather like, and goddaughter? She's rolling her eyes at her godfather uncle. Oh my God. Yeah, and she's got the same eyes as Joe. Same sad, beautiful eyes? Same sad, beautiful eyes. Except Gia's are now feisty because she's like, fuck yeah. you. Here's the thing. Gia is aware that her uncle and aunt have been on this show leeching off of her parents. Yeah. So the big fight that they're currently having is that Joe Gorga takes any opportunity he can to like roast Juicy in the media, on social media, whatever. Do you know that Joe Gorga is now a stand-up comedian? Joe Gorga? Yeah. The, the boy with the sad eyes? The boy with the sad eyes is telling bad jokes on stage. Oh, no. I know. Where? We should go watch him. Uh, well, he did a show in Atlantic City, and then he recently got booed off of a stage in Long Island. So. Uh, does he just talk about like the housewife stuff? Yeah, or does I, don't, he have, like, I have no funny... idea what he talks about. I think he talks about like you know, just like typical like Jersey stand up stuff, like fucking uh, my wife, dicks, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. What? <laughs> the punchline. I saw there. this fat fuck at the gym once. He stared at my eyes. He said <laughs> they were beautiful. That's what he says in his stand up. Uh. <laughs> so. So, um, yeah, so now, like, he goes on stage, he does make jokes about Joe Gorga or Joe Judice sometimes. So mm -hmm. Gia does not like that. Gia does not like that. But Joe Gorga is upset because he sees how hurt his sister has gotten over the years. So he wants to trash his sister's ex-husband. But the children are like, that's your sister's ex-husband, but that's still our father. And you can't mm -hmm. do that and say that stuff about our dad. Plus, I mean, he was trashing the, his sister the entire time also. I, I mean, I don't know what's happened since then. Yeah. But it's a, you know. you know, yeah, everybody's trashing each other. Yes. Being of sisters. Okay. The two most hateable people, Melissa's sisters. Oh, my God. The worst. This all got much worse because of Lisa. Let's uh, yeah. be honest here. Yep. Okay. Yep. 
Okay. It's a technicality. Oh my God. She's the worst. So first, the first offense was didn't show up at church for the actual ceremony, came late and no juicy. Gia is not present. So that was like the first thing was like, you fucked up church. Then the second thing was juicy gets there. Doesn't even take a shot with Joey. But then later on is slow dancing with Teresa and the baby. Yeah. That was weird. Yep. Big on big on just like performative optics shit, right? Yep. So that really sets Joey and Melissa off. Joey also has not had any food. The <laughs> <laughs> man has had no food all day. He's just yep. been drinking. Yep. So that happens. Then again, this is when we get the moment for the beginning of the show where Teresa goes and she, and this is like what you mean by like, she's manipulative, but she's so transparent. Like she comes over and she does, does say, hi, congratulations. And then Melissa's like, what are you doing? I'm just saying it again. I did say it earlier at the <laughs> church also. It's, it's so blatant. Like she's lying and it's so bad. And that's, you know, when, again, Joey calls his sister, uh, you garbage, and then she just goes off. And then suddenly yeah. Joe, and then, oh, as this is happening, this escalates because Lisa, who apparently has previously sided with Teresa on the phone, mm-hmm. been a snake, she's the one that says, oh, you were only invited because of a technicality. And then <laughs> she's yelling, she's drunk. She's yelling. Her husband is drunk. He's yelling. Joe is yelling. He's drunk. And then Juicy says, you son of a bitch. (laughs) And he rages after him. And then the brawl starts. And it's just chaos. I didn't hate Lisa's husband. Okay. Whoever that guy is. Richie? I know. He's like, at some point, he's like, we're different because we're classy. (laughs) (laughs) He does say that. He says, we pay our bills. Yeah. We pay our bills. (laughs) Yeah. The, all this is all there's a lot of like trashing the Judices because they filed for bankruptcy. Yeah. It's, Again, I'm sad. It's so sad. Can you I'm sad for Teresa? I'm not sad for Joe. No. Because he's a swindling son of a bitch. Yes. But Teresa, I feel bad for. Yeah, I agree. Uh, as the brawl is going down, one thing I did write down is <laughs> I don't know who it was that said it, I'll be honest. It just showed up as a closed caption. I had to write down. It said, I'll fucking kill every one of you's. Yous, <laughs> <laughs> right? With the S? <laughs> I was like, it's my beautiful state. <laughs> my uh, my favorite quote during the brawl was the guy who with the blurred face. Okay. <laughs> so the brawl starts. The Joes go at each other. They get split up. And then actually the Joes are behaving. They're split up. Yeah. But apparently, according to Melissa, if you get men fighting, the other men just cannot control themselves. <laughs> and then some other random guy starts fighting. Everybody is fighting. And even though Joe and Joe have de-escalated. And then, yeah, there's a guy who stands on a table. This is blurred. He's like, it's a kid's christening. It's, it's a child's christening. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And then suddenly, Nono comes in, Teresa's father. Mm-hmm. He comes in and everybody's trying because I think they feel like at that point, anybody coming towards Joey is an enemy. Yeah. So suddenly, Nono comes in and you hear people going, that's Joey's father. That's Joey's father. Relax. That's Joey's father. Yeah. But like everyone's collecting their family and they're getting ready to leave. Joe, Everybody's worried about Nono because apparently, according to Teresa, he's had two open hearts. <laughs> you know, my father, I'm worried about him. He had two open hearts. 
then, <laughs> and then Joe Gorga finds his father, and they just have a tragic oh my interaction. God. It's so sad. I like, wrote it all down. About his own heart. He's like, it's not even a crack. It's my heart. It gets broken into a million pieces. It's not even a crack. <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. Like, I'm 36. And yeah. Joe Gorga at this point is like 33, maybe 34. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Early 30s. Do you think, have I ever said anything like that? No. So I was wondering, like, is he an overly dramatic person or is he just. A poetic I bastard. <laughs> no, I, I, I just think that he. Uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, I don't know that kind of personality. Like the know? person that he reminds us of, do you think that that person is That person does uh, speak like that. Yeah, that's he what does. I mean. So yeah. I feel like some people are just like that. But he he goes to his father, he says, "You're my father, you're my father. Your son-in-law is garbage." Yeah. He says, "Your son does this, your son does that." And then his dad, I must I suppose must be doing something and then he's like, "You listen, you listen. How'd you raise your son?" And then Nono says, tough. And then Joe says, I have the same character as you. And then he looks at his mom. He says, mom, you're so cold. You're so cold. And Nono's like, Nono's like, you only have one mom. And then Joe says, I'm your son. Remember that. I'm your son. Remember that. And he walks away. And then Nono says, and I'm proud of you. <laughs> that was a nice moment. It was a nice I was moment. waiting for a hug. If a hug happened at that point, I would have cried. Well, so here's what happened. Joe's drunk. And he's yeah. like, I'm your son. Remember that. Nono's like, yeah, I'm proud of you. But yeah. you don't listen to me. You don't listen to me. And then Joe doesn't listen to him. And then Joe starts crying to his mother. And then Nono says, yeah, go cry to your mother. You only think about yourself. <laughs> and then Joe turns around and says, do you understand me? You're my father. You're my father. What a show. Uh, it was very good. Very dramatic. So good. It's like one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. So I like we could have just done it could have been it was like an hour and six minutes, right? Yeah. It could have been like a good 45 if you take away the Manzo's. First of all, the Jacqueline stuff. I hate it. I hate Ashley. She's the worst. Oh, that entire like that entire thing. First of all, her boss, Lizzie Grubman, is the worst person in the history (laughs) of the world. (laughs) She's the worst person in the world. And she was famous for running people over yes and she's like ashley you remind me a lot of me i was like this is not it (laughs) yeah exactly she only got i think her father was like a big entertainment lawyer or something Mm -hmm. so that's how she started her business and then she got drunk and she ran over 16 people and she called them white trash oh my god yeah she's a mess i hate her yeah jacqueline's daughter stuff was always my least favorite part of the show you know, Jacqueline and Teresa are not friends anymore. Uh, so what is Jacqueline's relationship to everybody? She is, uh, her husband, Chris, is mm-hmm. Caroline's brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like Jacqueline at all. I felt bad for her at some point. So you remember in that in that diner when they're talking to the daughter? Yeah. And she, oh, yeah, she gets right. upset. Yeah. She gets upset because she feels like her husband isn't allowing her to speak. Yeah. I'm just like, ugh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> No, that's true. I was like, he's just trying to help. And then she just like walked away. And I was like, oh, okay, I see where Ashley gets it from. We're like, mm-hmm. you're just having a tantrum. Yeah. I could do without them um, always. Uh, but I enjoyed the Mansos. But this whole season was fueled 
by Teresa. And there's a lot of people that say like, oh, Caroline was the heart of the show and she was so necessary and blah, blah, blah. But like watching this back, this show has always been about Teresa. Mm -hmm. It is still about Teresa. This season, there's two big storylines. So there's a third one now that has been introduced. But the two big things this season, one is that uh, Teresa's daughter Gia does not get along with her uncle and they haven't spoken in six months right the other one is that Teresa is now engaged to this man named Louis Mm -hmm. and a video surfaced of Louis on the beach you know what you know what here's what I'm gonna do you have your phone on you Louis on the beach I'm gonna text you a picture and the picture is just a screenshot of the first frame of the video message received opening louis is the man in the front very red man with the wild hair what is the significance of this it's just a bunch of bros hanging out on the beach no it's not a bunch of bros hanging out on the beach the video is louis apologizing to perhaps a past paramour really and he is at some sort of a retreat it's some (laughs) sort of like a men's retreat where they all go and he's talking about the brotherhood he has with these guys. There is a white pride energy in this picture. No, my God, like major white pride energy. But that's not, the issue isn't that there's white pride energy. The issue is that this man was in some sort of situation that was bad enough where he had to go to an all men's retreat and then post this video, make this video (laughs) apologizing to his former lover about his actions and how he's reformed himself with all his new brothers and the relationship that he's made with them. And, you know, Teresa's engaged to him now. So, like, the storyline on Jersey is still about Teresa. Well, season one, I'm trying to think back. Season one was, like, the storyline was, because Teresa wasn't the main. I think the main storyline was... was, uh, Caroline. uh, No, not Caroline. The other one. Who was it? Danielle. Yeah. Yeah. Danielle Stout. It's about Danielle. Speaking of diarrhea, at that uh, scene where she is... Where Teresa flips the table. Yeah. Danielle says, I was sick. I had diarrhea for days because <laughs> of what you guys did to me. So, you know, in Jersey, everybody's got loose motions. <laughs> yeah. But is it the fish? Is it the fish? Yeah. But I loved it. Who who do you think was the MVP of this episode? Oh, easy. Joe Gorga. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just think you love him. Oh my God. Like the last 10 minutes? That performance? Because, like, my expectation is for him to be physical and rowdy and drunk and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But the heartbreak. I'm your son. You're my father. Oh, my God. Like, that kind of depth I was not expecting. I know. I know. I mean, he keeps repeating the same thing over and over again. He's very drunk. But just just that that hurt. I know. What do you think about yeah. Melissa in this episode, though? I hate her. I don't like her in this episode. Yeah, me either. Is it because I also the... like really adore Teresa in this episode? I feel bad for her. Yeah, I didn't like the the mean girl vibes against Teresa because yeah. in, the entire time I just kept thinking she's the reason why you guys are on this fucking show. Yeah, let's and because they were all doing it, like Melissa was doing it, yeah. and her her asshole sisters were doing it. <laughs> yeah, and Kathy, Kathy was doing it. I know. You know, I don't like a pylon. Like, I love these shows until there's a pylon, and then I get upset. I'm like, you know what? That's too much. One more thing before we go. I didn't talk about what the voice note was that I have saved on my phone from Mm -hmm. episode two of season three. So I'm going to play it, and I think you remember what the context was. Kathy's like, oh, what happened? 
what happened? <laughs> so the context of that is that the sits episode two opens with what happened after the christening. And yeah. one of the things that happened is that Kathy, Kathy asked Teresa at another event exactly that. What happened? What happened at the christening with her soft voice? Did your friend Allie? Yes. Yes, that's how I remember it. Yes. So the reason I have that saved is because we were in Atlantic City for my bachelorette party, as as we do in New Jersey. And we came back from my bachelorette party. It was Sunday night, and (laughs) this episode was coming on. And so me, you, and Allie watched it. And then I made, we all, we were, I think we rewound it like 10 times. And then I had to save that voice note. And it's been on my phones for over 10 years. No, it's very heartwarming. Yeah. With a soft voice. What happened? <laughs> what happened at the christening? <laughs> uh, good times. I yeah. miss this show. I did think that while I was watching it. I was like, I'm having a great time watching this. Yeah, it's a great show. But I wonder if I would enjoy watching it now because of like, like you said, it's like taking the like the actual weight of the show as part of the viewing experience. Yes. Like, like I think back then, I obviously they know that they're on a show and all that stuff, right? Yeah. But they were just like, it was like a little bit more Wild West. Yes. Now I would feel like it's just, a, it's too much production, too much. Yeah. Well, that's the issue is that now... There's no, there's none of this natural dynamic. I mean, mm-hmm. even this was, even though it was these leeches coming yeah. into the show because they wanted a piece of Teresa's life on TV, it was still real because they did have a family dynamic and there was a relationship there. Yeah. I will say that this season, the premiere ended with one woman saying to her, another woman, you know what happened. Your husband fucked the office manager. And the woman responds with, she wasn't an office manager. He fucked the pharmaceutical rep, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Get your facts straight. So uh, it's still good. It's okay. just, it's still, you know, it's just not the same. Do you think I can go back and like just start watching him now? Or do I have to go back and, and watch them? Like, do I need to catch up okay. on all 25 seasons of? That's a great question. What did you watch up to with Jersey? Do you remember? I don't. So I remember um, that fight that Joe and Joe had <laughs> at the vacation home, right? When he attacks him like Wolverine, it's amazing because <laughs> <laughs> he goes low to the ground. Yeah. So I remember that, but I don't. That's kind of it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember any of the like the new characters or new um, new people. Yeah, and I so, think I think I think New Jersey is really the only one that I'm interested in. I didn't. Uh, I I liked Atlanta uh-huh. while it was on. Yeah, it was um, so good. I feel like the first three years of New York that I watched were pretty good, but um, I hate Bethany. Oh, and yeah. I feel like she plays too much. Like she has too big of a role, mm-hmm. so that's why I don't want to watch that. And then um, the Beverly Hills ladies, they're just um, they're too rich. Oh, interesting. It's not relatable. You know, you should watch Salt Lake City. It's only oh, two really? seasons. And it's wild. The FBI is, showed up this one. Is there a lot of Mormonism or is it just mm-hmm. like... Okay. Yeah. There's three Mormon girls, one Muslim woman, a what? Jewish lady, and a woman who is the head of a Pentecostal church. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they walk, they all walk into a bar? Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, all right. Well, yeah. that's it. This is the episode. I think I'm going to put it on the main feed because it was so funny.
to me it was funny. I feel like also when I talk about Real Housewives of New Jersey, my uh, Jersey accent really comes out. I think so, you know, out of all of the, because I don't watch any of them anymore because I don't have Bravo. Yeah. In terms of the ones that I really liked, Jersey will always hold a special spot in my heart. It's so good. Because especially because, you know, like North Jersey, like I know all these places. Yeah. Yeah. I get like. Even like uh, Joe's Stupid Pizzeria, yeah. like the artwork outside of it. Yeah. You know, like the cartoon. Yeah. We've seen that a million times. Yeah. I just love it so much. It's so good. It, oh, and this season, currently, uh, Joe and Melissa's friend, and they really come a long way. Because in this, the first season, their friends of were stupid ass Kathy and her bike and her dumbass sisters. This yeah. season, do you want to know what her, who her friend of is? Who? Tiki Barber and his wife. Oh, you know the scandal there. Right? Yes, it's already come up. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's very, very salacious. Yes. So that's, you know, the Gorgas have really made their way up. They bought like bought and moved like five times. They don't live, I believe, in Montville anymore. Wasn't she a stripper at some point? Okay. That is <laughs> allegedly. Okay. No disrespect. No, of course not. No. But she said that she was, uh, the rumor was that she was either a stripper or worked at a club. Oh, it's like a shot girl? A shot girl or maybe a bartender. Yeah. But yeah. she was a kindergarten teacher when Joe met her, is what she says. Do you believe, I believe that? it? You believe it? Would you want your child to be taught by Melissa? Um, what grade? Kindergarten? Kindergarten, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Anybody can teach kindergarten, honestly. It's not that big of a deal. She's not really going to be, like, it's fine. They have the rest yeah. of their elementary school years to, like, build up the foundation. It's, even if kindergarten doesn't work yeah. out that well. It's not Keep them from eating a crayon. That's all I care about. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They pick up the other stuff. Um, you also watched Miami, right? Which one's Miami? Didn't Was you watch Miami with... Joanna Krupa? Yes. I watched, like, a season of that. Yeah, because... I watched uh, Vanderpump Rules for a little bit. Yeah. But that's because, you know, I was... I was watching it because somebody else was watching it you because also you love Jax taylor i do i love that guy it's <laughs> <laughs> a great guy okay. i understand somebody with those you know faults he's just like there's, there's a woman next to me what do you want okay we gotta end this podcast right. <laughs>